You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Hey, hey, you over there. Sit a while and listen. You accidentally clicked on a link. Did you accidentally... <laughs> are, were you like, man, I sure like racing and driving. I'm just going to type that into Google and see what happens. Oh, what is this? Tadpog race driving? I'm going to listen to that. It's, it's not what you think it is. No, it's not. It's not. I, I like, I but like, stick around. You, I might, like you might find something you like. Racing, but not the letter G. <laughs> <laughs> also, why are you on the fifth page of Google results? Yeah. I tops like I talks. <laughs> Driving. This is an episode of uh, Tadpo, because we are also going to drop the G for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Tadpo boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about shrimp sandwiches. <laughs> I'm pretty good with that. It'd be a pretty short series, but I'm down to do it. New catfish po boys. I'd just be shrimp. Oh man, I don't know. It's not a po boy unless it's shrimp, is it? You could have a catfish bad boy. Bad boy. That's what you call. I like it. to call him catfish bad boy. <laughs> yeah. As long as you call it a bad boy, I'm okay. So the girls used to call me. There's that catfish bad boy. I feel like that's like that's like a huge prank if you like give somebody a po' boy sandwich and it's not shrimp, it's catfish. It's like when you when someone asks for Dr Pepper, catfished. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I thought this sandwich was way too sexy for me. It's weird. <laughs> But yeah, this is uh, Tyler and Dave play old games, mm-hmm. and we're uh, talking about race driving. Mm-hmm. Talk about race right, driving, right? Yeah, not not because the broad topic, but the actual game, the actual Super Nintendo game. Because we randomly played through Super Nintendo games, we didn't actively choose to talk about this game. No, so it got randomly given to us. So we even delayed it a week, yeah, <laughs> to give us time to prepare for uh, the atrocity that is this video game. So I was so happy. Anytime it happens, I'm so so happy. That this struck a chord with one of my favorite people ever, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, who wanted to come on and talk about this game. It did. It did. It's the uh, it's the game port of the 1986 Ray Liotta action film Race Driving. So <laughs> you guys had me on. You guys didn't know this. It's um yeah, it's a didn't. little known. No, it's um this one. There, I have a history with this with this game. There's a good story involved in this, so I'm happy to be on and um. And and talk about it. It's like an intro type story, or a or a a body of the riding type story. No, I'm going to talk about my testicles for the intro story. I'll I'll wait for the actual game when we get to the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of the old snip snip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, please, let's go ahead, Phil. What have you been up to? <laughs> I recovering? am. Well, I guess I am recovering. I am I am in between uh, virility right now. I, I I get to go in. January and uh, deposit a cup of my semen, and they get to test it if uh, to see if it is still potent or or not. But I got the. I still need to do that. <laughs> you need to do that still. I did not. You didn't do it. Yet. You just. You just. Were you like, ah, oh, it's good. Oh yeah, it feel pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I feel pretty barren. That's a that's a hell of a gamble to make, Tyler. 
It's a hell of a game. You're right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, for me, it sounds like with the instructions they gave me, I just need to, to come in a cup and then bring it to them and drop it off. By the way, yeah, I, yeah, me too. <laughs> I crossed Please, for most Phil, of this. Make love to a cup. I, <laughs> we're a family podcast. <laughs> I, I cross post this on my Facebook page, which has a lot of work contacts. So if you have clicked on this, wondering what your friendly neighborhood newspaper editor does in his free time, um, <laughs> hi, welcome. Um, sorry if you want to skip ahead uh, for five minutes, and we can we can catch back up with race driving but for quick, now quick name names <laughs> a segment we all love where does phil come <laughs> but no the uh the procedure went well it was extraordinarily uncomfortable um i don't know I, i'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on on how yours went but that was uh tyler how yours went i was unconscious you were unconscious i was was that or were they like there's a risk you could die and you're like fine <laughs> yeah you go, yeah. Ahead, go ahead and knock me out that's no. how they were with my wisdom teeth they're like there's a chance you could die and it's like well i don't want to be awake for this oh, so. yeah i mean we all got to go sometime we all got a michael jackson one day or another come <laughs> god's on god's got a plan come for on. me man. <laughs> <laughs> be it corona or anesthesia <laughs> I don't give teeth. <laughs> that's what i want my tombstone to say <laughs> just wisdom teeth no years nothing just all the people to try to figure it out in the cemetery <laughs> No, because my uh, my boys are are too are are up close to the chassis, so he, <clears throat> the 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 urologist was more comfortable doing it surgically than he was trying to do anything in office. What do you mean in office? Well, I know it's like you can just go in, like at least I know I don't feel I don't know how he just punches you really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, how did yours go? Did you just do it in his office? Yeah, so I went to the urology clinic. Um, they took me to one of the back rooms, and um, they they prepped me. I guess, well, I, I kind of came in prepped. I shaved myself prior. Um, shaved way, way more than I needed to. Like the <laughs> entire... <all> <laughs> Belly button to knees. It was just clean. <laughs> you just coated some boxer shorts with Nair and put them on overnight. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they just laid me back and did the procedure right then and there. Took all of about 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and it was uh, done. I took a, you know, like a hydrocodone before I came in, and then they injected me with some sort of uh, numbing agent, and we were good. So It's like a dentist visit, sounds that's, like. That's Pretty how much. Casey said his went. They gave him, like, two Xanax, and then... Yeah, just numbed it and snipped it in, in the office. Yeah, then give me some sutures that would kind of be absorbed, fall away, and um, said not to not to ejaculate for the next two weeks. Uh, I did not adhere to that advice, and <laughs> I, I gave myself a week, and I, it you know it felt pretty good. So I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out. Um, I read up a little bit in advance and, you know, I, I saw things online saying that really you're fine after maybe two or three days, but the, the problem to, to what Phil to, to masturbate or to pleasure have sex. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. All right. Okay. So <laughs> hi again, Will's, uh, Phil's work friends. <laughs> yeah. Will's work friends. <laughs> um, 
but the the issue that I was warned about was that the uh, the, the muscle can can cause some um, inflammation and swelling from the mm. from the contractions, and uh, that is what happened. And it was extraordinarily uncomfortable for the next day or two. Um, and then healing pra- healing returned, and a week later, I was pretty much back to normal. What with a except for a big sore on my t- top of my testicle. They, did, they didn't turn black like mine did? I had like maybe a golf ball sized black and blue spot that gradually went away but there wasn't any like severe swelling or anything like that. Mm. Good. Good deal. Yeah. Because I think my, my raw just told me I needed to like have like 20 evacuations Evacuations. That's a that's a interesting <laughs> yeah. word for it. They just pull the fire drill like a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, or... <laughs> gotta run. Oh, you mean come doctor? Is that what you mean? Uh, excuse me. I'm the come doctor. Yeah. He's the PP doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Bill my seat upon the earth, doc. Is that what you're saying? So um, I am due in January to make a deposit, and they gave me like this great big eight ounce cup and they didn't really tell me <laughs> wow. how much if you don't fill it up it's not normal <laughs> wow. I'm, ass- I'm assuming i need to fill it up so i've been one one session at a time over the past couple of weeks i've been slowly filling that thing up <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it to the brim by new year yeah don't forget to put it in the microwave before you bring it <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse than you have sex all right go drain over the cup <laughs> push it out <laughs> Dave, what have you been up to? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> not not that. Um I've been Henry's birthday was on Saturday. Mm. So we got him like way too much stuff. He got way too much stuff. Uh we weren't thinking about, you know, Christmas probably should be better than his birthday <laughs> as far as gifts go. And also he turned six, so we yeah, have reverse to reverse it for him. It's <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> right. So yeah, we have to do this. Makes Santa seem like an asshole. So when he finds out, he's like, "All right, good." <laughs> I abuse the fact that Santa Claus may or may not bring him gifts constantly. Like, yeah, because he's <laughs> uh, he's very strong willed. He's a strong willed boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise there. I don't think. Uh, and yeah, it's constantly like, I, I'm gonna, am I going to have to call Santa Claus? <laughs> it's a it's eleven o'clock. You're supposed to go to bed. It's 11 o'clock, and I've caught you uploading YouTube videos. And it's like, <laughs> A, I get it. B, go to sleep. C, am I going to have to call Santa Claus? <laughs> and that works? Yeah, it does. It work- It doesn't work as well as – so uh, one of his gifts for his birthday is because here's the deal. This kind of goes back to like me catching him uploading YouTube videos at 11. Um when I caught him, I was like, give me your iPad. It, it's gone for the night. Go to bed. You'll get it back. We'll talk about it in the morning. So the next morning, I was like, hey, I think it's really cool that you like to make videos and that you want to upload those to YouTube so that, you know, Graham Graham can watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I th- All your subscribers. Yeah. And I think that I think that's very neat. I like that. <laughs> and I want you to keep doing that. But. Don't do it at 11 o'clock. Like, you got a bedtime. You got to go to bed and all that. So, And also, your iPad is totally busted. He's got Nikki's 
old iPad that I got her for Christmas 10 years ago mm. or, or longer. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever first gen iPad was, I got her one. And he has dropped it and mistreated it so many times <laughs> that it's like, uh, it's like spiderweb cracks and everything. And it's like he literally, we literally have packing tape like wrapped around <laughs> it to keep the glass together. <laughs> so um, I told him, I, I want you to keep doing this. And also I was like, the microphone's broken on the iPad. So I told him, I was like, dude, your audio sucks. Uh, <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. I've got my old iPhone 6S that I've replaced with a with a, a newer phone, and um, you'll notice I didn't say the model because it's not an impressive <laughs> model. Uh, I will give you that phone uh, as long as you promise to take care of it. It's got a working microphone. It's got like you know a better camera. You're good to go. So that that phone he got that for his birthday. We got like an otter box and put it in there and it was like immediately he wants to take it out. And it's like, no, it has to stay. <laughs> so like now like everything is, he loves that phone. I know it feels better bareback, Henry, but you gotta keep, <laughs> gotta keep it up there. Yeah, at least until you're old <laughs> enough to like treat it responsibly. <laughs> so yeah, that, that phone is like more leveraged than Santa because it is like anytime there's a thing where it's like, cause he wants to keep it in his room at night. And it's like, no, you're you're uploading videos at eleven, mm. and he's like, "Well, when am I supposed to upload them?" Just you're a kid, like any time, <laughs> like any any. I don't time. have time for that. <laughs> it, literally, you got me doing shit from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. I don't got I don't got any me time. <laughs> well, he asked me that, and I was like, "It was like seven o'clock," and I was like, "How about right now?" And it was weird. Just the look <laughs> on his face was like, "Oh, I could do that right now." <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's when he did it. And so like now the deal is like cuz Nikki told him if you behave and you listen well and you do that for long enough <laughs> then you could have your iPhone and you you'll have proven that you can follow instructions and you can keep your iPhone in your room. So that's kind of like his thing now and that has way more weight than Santa mm, Claus because okay. he cares more about that phone than he cares about what potentially Va vague threats. Than yeah. Santa right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah, so that's been that's been what I've been up to. I uh, I failed to mention last week. I was, which is I was very proud to have finally beaten Super Metroid. It's taken three wow, attempts. Okay. Uh, it was the SNES Club Game of the Month mm -hmm. for Discord last month, and um, I got to the point where I'd gotten to two years ago or a year ago or whatever, uh, and then I was like, you know what? I don't like this at all, so I'm just going to watch a video and do exactly what the guy in the video does. And I didn't enjoy the experience at all, but I did finish the game. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> and then this month, um, the game of the month on the Discord is uh, Super Mario World, uh, which okay. I 96 starred uh, for like the first time. And uh, so since then, I was like jonesing for more Super Mario World. So I started playing uh, Learn to Kaizo, which is like a like a ROM hack for like a entry level into like Kaizo Mario. So what is Kaizo Mario? Uh, it's kind of like um, Extreme Sports Super oh, Mario okay. World. Yeah, it's doing things like that you see like in Mario Maker videos. You know, oh, where you got like all the wild stuff, the anxiety inducing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it, and it's like. 
I don't know if I'll stick with it, but it's definitely in my wheelhouse of do the same thing for two hours to try to complete it. It's like mm. it's like mm-hmm. that level, you know. So, uh, but learn to kaizo is not like that. Learn to kaizo is like baby's first steps into this weird and wacky world. <laughs> so, okay, I don't know. That's been cool, fun. Cool. Don't know that I'll stick with it. Don't know that I have the uh, the uh, fortitude to stay with mm. it. Have you fallen out of uh, out of favor with Hades? You know, I did five runs of Hades, and then something pulled me out of Hades. Oh, it was uh, Among Us and uh, Phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. Phasmophobia pulled me out of Hades like hard because like there was like a stretch, and I still want to play Phasmophobia, but there was a stretch where it's like I might play with random people on the internet. Like I wanted to play the game <laughs> oh, so bad, oh. where it's like I might just play, I might just join a public server and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I need to go back and, um, get the, the good ending, the true ending for Hades. That's a great game. You've been playing it recently, haven't you, Phil? I have been playing the ever loving piss out of it. That's, it's nonstop. That's, that's what I'm doing if I am, uh, if I have any sort of leisure time and it actually fits into my schedule pretty well. At least it, it had been up to a certain point. It was, you know, a good 30 the 40 minute chunk of time. But as I've been getting further and further into the game, the runs have been taking a lot longer. It's now, you know, it might take me upwards of an hour to fully complete a run. So it's not something I can really sit down and knock out before either the wife or the son come and try and find me. I don't want to turn this into a Hades podcast, but I do. Uh, (laughs) What, who is your favorite God? Or goddess in Hades, like what, like for boons and all that. For boons, probably, probably Athena. Yeah, because great. defense means so so much in that game. Uh-huh. That it, you know, it's all about survivability. And if you can, if you can get like her special that calls down, you know, impervious armor for twenty seconds, it can make or break a, a boss battle. So who's your favorite god or goddess outside of Boons? Which one, like, it, uh, are there any of them that you're happy to see? Poseidon's kind of cool. I like their take on Poseidon. Like, I'm used to seeing Poseidon portrayed as kind of like Zeus Jr., just another mm-hmm. bearded dude. And he's more this... Underwater Zeus. Yeah. Scuba Zeus. And he's kind of lit this, um, I don't know, this, like, subtly boastful, bombastic, clean-shaven, but he's got kind of like that, uh, the monarch type of, like, long, long, pointy um, chin beard. Um, the voice actor for it, I really enjoy the voice acting for him and for all the all the gods mm-hmm. and goddesses. Um, it's, it's just, I haven't been enraptured by a game like this in a long, long time. It's a really good game. It is really good. It is really good. I'll stop asking you questions about it. Okay. I had one question. What does, where does the term roguelike come from? Do either of you know? Yeah, yeah, because I know this game is a roguelike where you, you play through it, you die, you spend your currency on upgrading yourself and then play through it again. Where does that genre's name come from? Because I don't really recall what was, you know, the, the, genesis of that type of of game i just know that i play it a lot 
there was um, an ASCII art game. I don't know what it came out on. I don't know if it was originally programmed for like an Apple or or what. Or, uh, but there was a game called Rogue uh, that was all just done with ASCII art, and it was essentially that. Uh, it was a it was a rogue. It was the first rogue game, uh, and it's like you go through. It's not text based. It's there's visual representations um, with letters and symbols, and you go from room to room. And you just try to see how far you can get. Hmm. Okay, cool. Now you know. See, I would have thought it was original like AD&D where you're the rogue. You know, you have good skills, but everything's going to kill you very quickly. So you're just trying to loot everything before you die. <laughs> I mean, there's not, there's not, I, look, I, it might, I, it has to have <laughs> roots in Dungeons and Dragons because it's like all these role-playing games for like video games have roots in Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, even like JRPGs, I mean, and it's like, I mean, all of that kind of stems from D&D. And I think that's really cool because it's like a lot of the programmers and developers were just like, I want to play D&D, but like all the time. And like, I don't want to have to have a group of people and because we're adults, you know, <laughs> like there was, um, uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, gosh, I wish I could. But there was like, uh, there, our whole development team started because somebody would bring a old, like at the time a new computer but they would bring a desktop computer over to D&D sessions so that they could like manage inventory and stuff mm. and then I guess they just got the idea where it's like well I guess we should probably make a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> video game right? we'll have our computers here writing down <laughs> items right <laughs> um, I don't think I didn't do anything super uh, eventful over the week Uh did I talk about how I finished Borderlands 3? I got all caught up on that. I don't think so. You're done? Mm-hmm. I'm done. I've done all the season, you know, the main game, the season one DLC. The season two DLC only has one thing out, and it's, I think it's kind of dumb. Um, it's called Arms Race. So two characters sort of narrate you playing through it again for like the game, more loot. Yeah. Just going around playing, and they say so shit. It's New Game Plus, essentially. Sort of. That's DLC. Well, I mean, you can, well, just go on. To my understanding, you just, yeah, you sort of play through it again, but now they're commentating like uh, you're in an arena or something. Like, yeah. Everything I've read is like, this isn't worth the season it, pass. It doesn't at this sound point. like it. It sounds like, you know, if you beat Chrono Trigger and then Square Enix is like, hey, uh, you can pay us $15 and you can play this game again and fight Lavos anytime you want. Yeah, you can do it again. Yeah. <laughs> there might be some more endings. You can just experiment. Be. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I love the main game. I love. Most of the DLC, uh, the last two bosses in the uh, the Mind of Krieg DLC were uh, not fun, like at all, at all. And I I looked up everybody, looked up videos on YouTube and everybody was pretty much, yeah, like these last two bosses just aren't fun. But everything else is pretty good. <laughs> so um, what now then? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, maybe maybe for Christmas I might pick up Outer Worlds and Hades, but for now, nothing. Hades is really good. Yeah. I think you would like Hades a lot. No, I don't. I too. really think you'd like Hades a lot. Yeah, it scratches the same Rogue Legacy itch. I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and still, I'm just gonna wait until Rogue Legacy Two is done, and then I'll then I'll jump on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there a time frame on that? Because Harold Arthur ended up purchasing that with his own money and played it all of four times and then I haven't seen him play it since. So we got that, but I just I haven't picked it up. I don't know. From what I understand, they updated it somewhat regularly and they'll be done sometime next year. 
That's not too bad. So yeah, not too bad. I'll wait until it's done. I'll wait. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely pick up Hades, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it it scratches a lot of itches that I think you that you would dig. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean it looks good and I love Super Giant. So Yeah, yeah. But I need to also pe- also play uh, Transistor and Pyre. So I don't know. I mean, I probably should as well, but it's like like I started Transistor, and it's like I think if I had the choice of like just playing Hades again or Transistor, I'd probably just play Hades again. Yeah, Hades is really, really good. Mm. Yeah, and it's super cheap. It's twenty dollars, and it's like I, mm-hmm. I think I said this on the podcast before, but it's like one night I was playing it in bed, and Nikki's like, "Do you feel like is that a good game? Like, do you feel like you got your money's worth out of it?" And it's like I feel like I owe them more than twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and you guys wanna. You want to buy that, this car bullet? Yeah, a bullet to kill a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, slightly driving off course, whatever. <laughs> do you hear that, Dave? Uh, I do hear that. It sounds like, I don't know what kind of bullet you would use to kill a car. Probably, like, if a silver bullet kills a werewolf, then... A wall bullet. It worked, <laughs> wall. It worked against Dale and Arch. <laughs> oh, take that. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course I hear that wall bullet, uh, which ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, everybody. Race driving, D-R-I-V-I-N apostrophe, is a driving arcade game that invites players to test drive several high-powered sports cars on stunt and speed courses. Uh, so this is... Uh, we're today we're going to be talking about the Super Nintendo version. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah, uh, but this, some might say too many. <laughs> there are yes. This game has its roots uh, in the arcade. Um, it is the sequel to 1989's Hard Driving. Also, also fucking dumb. Like it's just, please go on. I'm interrupting you. Too much. You're, no, you're fine. No, I I am very. I want you to let it out. I want you to let it out. Let the hate flow through you. The names are so dumb, and it is everything I thought it would be in its quality of dumbness. Perfect. Uh, I wasn't wrong. (laughs) Thinking this was so dumb that it was going to be bad. I was not wrong. Uh, It is the sequel to 1989's Hard to Driving. That's also so dumb. Which definitely sounds like something I might have watched on HBO as a kid after 11 o'clock, hard driving, and was a part of a new generation of games that featured 3D polygon elements. Unlike most racing games of its time, it attempted to model real world. <laughs> it just had to be bad. <laughs> it attempted to model real world car physics in the simulation of the movement of the player's car. Like hard driving, the game is unique uh, among <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, among dumb titles. Uh, the game is unique among video games in that it includes a true force feedback steering wheel. Like once again, this is the arcade version, <laughs> an ignition key, a, <laughs> a four speed shifter, and three foot pedals, an accelerator, a brake, and a clutch. Uh, released in August 1990, approximately 1,200 units were produced at the time of its release for roughly $9,000 each. Ugh. So wait, so I don't think so far 
I feel like there's nothing wrong. Cause I haven't played the I haven't played the in arcade, an arcade game, but this sounds like an early version of Cruising USA to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, is what it kind of mm-hmm. sounds like. I I never played this in the arcade. Um, so now we get to the real meat of it. Spoiled, rotten. <laughs> Four weeks Spoiled, in the back of the fridge. Pixel mosaic over it. Uh, <laughs> Breath baloney. of the Wild style meat. <laughs> Two frames per second meat. Yes. Uh, yeah, slowly cooked. Uh, race driving, according to Wikipedia, was ported to a number of home systems in the mid '90s, including the SNES, Amiga, Game Boy, Genesis, and Saturn. And in 2005, it was included in the Midway Arcade Treasures 3 collection for the PlayStation 2, GameCube, and Xbox. Shit, I should have played this on the GameCube. Uh, I, Is treasures in quotation marks? In that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's an asterisk behind it. I uh, went to college with a girl who uh, referred to her virginity as her carnal treasure she would once get, someday give a man. Her carnal treasure? Her carnal treasure. I don't, I don't know how that makes me feel. Mm. Not her Karnov treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a. I will give a man my Karnov treasure. <laughs> Twenty signed copies of Karnov. <laughs> Did she work for Data East or was it just? Uh, happy well, it turned out she was lying the whole time that she said she was a virgin. Yeah. So it was all. It was all for nothing. <laughs> well, if you use the phrase "carnal treasure," there's probably a good chance. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> you know, this isn't like the convent. You don't have to lie to us. It's fine. <laughs> Carnal Treasure was definitely a show I watched on Cinemax. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, that's what Wikipedia has to say about the game. Yep. Doesn't really speak to the quality so much, or lack thereof. Yeah. Phil, what is your story about this game? <clears throat> so my story kind of, it, it predates the Super Nintendo, because you guys, you guys were always, at least I think, Dave, you were like an action figure type of kid growing up. That was your main For sure. main thing. I was a car guy. I liked, okay. I did Hot Wheels. Um, I I thought slot car racing was the coolest thing for like a five-year stretch of time. I thought anything like just, do you remember there was a, um, there was a um, racetrack that came out around Christmas time called the Super Duper Double Looper that, I I asked like vehemently asked for for Christmas and ended up getting it for Christmas. It's kind of like a it's essentially the slot car version of this game. You build the tracks, it has these like stunt loops, and you race the cars on it, and um, that's it. But it was I I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So that type of this type of game really really drew me in when I was like seven, eight, nine years old when it first came out. Um, and the I looked up some old footage from the arcades. The arcade version of this game was really good. Was at least was for the time was really good. Um, the actual gameplay was smooth. It wasn't anything like the three frames per second that you see on the Super Nintendo. Uh, everything about it was completely it felt revolutionary for the time, having the the polygon cars, having the crash replay, having the the loop de loops and the stunt tracks, and being able to to play those, and then having like an actual car cockpit. Um, you, you mentioned it was kind of like proto 
um, Cruise in USA. It, to me, it mm-hmm. almost feels like proto Gran Turismo, where it's trying to be a simulation where you have a race, you have a, a steering wheel that actually has some force feedback. You steer it too hard to the left or right, it's going to mm-hmm. resist that. And the fact that you have a clutch and you can, you have to actually use the clutch to shift up and down and you can stall out the car when you're trying to do that, which, you know, for me was awful. And I only played as the, <laughs> the automatic car when uh-huh. I actually played in the arcade version. But, but yeah, so like I saw this in the arcades all the time and it really, really enraptured me. So when I got, when I got my first Super Nintendo, like the Christmas that it came out, and I I got the version that had it came with Street Fighter Two and nothing else. So I played the hell out of that for a while, and then eventually it was I was able to purchase. I can't remember if it was for a birthday or if it was for the next Christmas, but I was able to purchase a new game, which was a huge, huge, big deal. You know, doubling yeah. my doubling my library of Super Nintendo games. The first thing I'd be able to buy. And I had narrowed it down to hard driving, or excuse me, race driving, and what had come out recently, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, which, oh, my God. Which path did you take, Phil? Literally, like, the widest berth in quality, arguably <laughs> the top Super Nintendo game versus arguably the worst Super Nintendo game. I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, of course, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I ultimately chose Legend of Zelda, which I felt put me on the path that I, I am currently on today. Whereas if I buy, if I spend my like precious, precious currency of being able to get my own video game and I buy this piece of garbage that has nothing, very little in common with the actual arcade game, I become a disillusioned gamer. I stop gaming whatsoever my entire life yeah. hobbies everything changed about me i become a successful businessman i become <laughs> this it's i i feel like this is a very very Just sliding doors moment it's a divergent point in my life i want dr strange to tell me what yeah. your life would have been like yeah <laughs> me too me too what happens if i buy if i buy race driving and where does my life go from there but um, that's, that's the whole, that's the whole story of why I'm, I'm on here is that I had this, this seminal moment of, of choosing between these two games. And I eventually, uh, as of last Thursday, actually got myself a copy of Race Driving and, um, I've, I played it for all of about 15 minutes with the family. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Arthur described it as I, I think the the intro music was the best part of the game is what he thought. Uh, oh, he I thought, don't know. He thought the game I, was pretty garbage, um, except for he thought the kind of like the rock music that you get at the beginning of the game, which is not there for the actual game. You just get blank sound <laughs> with the hum, the hum of the engine, Short. which doesn't go up or down because you know when you press the accelerator on a car. No, for the Super Super Nintendo, it's just a straight solid. <laughs> the, the, the one of the two songs in the game is pretty good. Uh, well, that's probably the, the one. This game. That's probably the one that Arthur was talking about. It might not be the actual intro song, but but like the car select song or something. But 
what I think is best is the instant replay from when you crash because it really puts into perspective. Um, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly w- why the Super FX chip existed. <laughs> this is a case study in like why the Super FX chip existed because this game does not have that. Yes, and it is trying to do Star Fox style like <laughs> visuals, and yep. it's just not gonna happen the way that it no. needs to happen no. because <laughs> it tries to render everything, and uh, it does render it. It just does it uh, very, very slowly. But uh, the instant replays are great because when you wreck, inevitably, you will wreck a lot if you play this game because uh, it's very difficult to control Uh and it's also very difficult to tell what is going on because the frame rate is literally one to three frames per second. Uh, Do I have gas? Yeah, all, but see, and there, and the oil matter. They, yeah, they try to trick you because there is a dashboard. <laughs> so all of this is first person view. There is a dashboard, a very complicated uh, dashboard with a lot of it's a lot of switches and dials on it. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to read to you. This ridiculous dashboard has lights for fuel, oil. Maybe you guys can tell me what what amp means. Ampules. It's the uh, it's the electricity. I don't know what that is. We'll go with that. I don't know, <laughs> Phil. You're the car guy. What amp? Uh, is that like? Is that like proto wet ass pussy? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's map. <laughs> uh, there's temp belt. Hey, How's your, your belt? Your belt light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, HZRD. Uh, hazard, mm. presumably. Mm. Uh, these lights mean nothing. They mean nothing at all. They're <laughs> literally there for decoration. Mm. Which eyes. seems simulation. <laughs> the lights mean nothing. <laughs> uh, there is a steering wheel that is being controlled by, as Lod, a Lod Mulaney Dennis pointed out, tiny orange hands, <laughs> 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 which makes us wonder who is behind the wheel. <laughs> That was by far the best graphics of the game I felt, were the uh, the pixel graphic hands going 10 and 2 <laughs> left and right as you turn the turn the wheel. Everything else <laughs> aged very, very poorly, but the pixel the pixel orange tiny hands are are st- they still hold up. I don't know, they aged poorly. Everything <laughs> else aged very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um so there was somebody else who wanted to join us mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to talk about uh, race driving, and that was Pinball Archmage Chris Edler. Congratulations on your marriage! And uh, unfortunately, due to COVID and twenty twenty being twenty twenty, uh, not with Barbara Walters, uh, it was not possible yeah. to work out. So and he was like, "We want to. I want to come in." We were like, "Better not bring that goddamn mask over. If you do, no mask around here, motherfucker." <laughs> Come on, though. Come on in. <laughs> uh, so uh, he had a personal history with the game, uh, and he asked if uh, it would be okay if he uh, wrote something and we read it on the air. And really, I think in defense of this game. The the Super Nintendo version or the arcade version? I have not read it because I okay. didn't want to go. I didn't want to come in with more knowledge than, than you guys had. So okay. I wanted to read it blind. Um. Chris writes, 
when I heard Tyler's reaction to the randomizer's choice of race driving, I felt like I had to step in and try to defend this pillar of my childhood. Since <laughs> And then abandoned it and did not show up because I realized <laughs> there was no point and no hope. <laughs> Since COVID is making in-person appearances almost impossible, I decided to write in. As long as I can remember, I have been a car person. I grew up going to car shows with my dad and grandpa. My dad would listen to NPR's Bastion of Dad Jokes, Car Talk, on Saturday mornings, a tradition I kept up much to my wife's dismay. I also played with Hot Wheels and would try to get my mom to buy me a new one with every trip to the grocery store. I would really cheap. It, it, it shut you up. So I, I did, too, because my mom was like, oh, 98 cents, and you shut the fuck up for an hour? Wonderful. No, yeah, put, no. throw it in. Hot Wheels are a godsend. <laughs> the Hot Wheels are a godsend. Yeah, because they're cheap, and it does it will occupy a small child mm-hmm. for one length of a shopping mm-hmm. trip. It still works for birthday presents, too. It's like, you got a you gotta birthday you're going to, and you have got all of 30 minutes to pick out a gift. Just grab a handful of Hot Wheels, toss them to Tossing the sack. And it also works for Secret Santa gifts. I received my Secret Santa today. That person's going to get $25 worth of Hot Wheels. Uh, By the way, if you're listening to this, uh, you should have received your Secret Santa email, uh, giving your your, your recipient. uh, Try to get that in the mail. Eh, Soonish. Soonish would be good. Okay. I got Melissa to sign up too, so. Nikki signed up as well. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Chris continues, I would watch the bland car test and reviews on PBS Motor Week on rainy Saturday afternoons. I watched the Dukes of Hazard and Knight Rider all the time. I didn't care for the plot. So now I'm racist and I like cheeseburgers when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for the plot. I just wanted to see those cars doing car things. I'd like to, David Hasselhoff. Single-handedly took the wall down, so <laughs> yeah, you, you check it. <laughs> My entire bag is a tattoo of Turbo Teen. <laughs> Chris continues, I can remember walking through my neighborhood as a kid and being keenly aware of what types of cars every person on the block owned. If I didn't know the person who lived in the house, I would simply describe it as, quote, the Ford Probe house, end quote, <laughs> or the Chevy Camaro house. I still do this when I probe is what Miller drove in high school. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The white probe. Did did no one on your street win the Geo Metro from (laughs) uh, the NES championships, Chris? (laughs) Uh, Chris continues I still do this when I walk the dog in my neighborhood today. Walking past the Chevy El Camino house is always a highlight. Now imagine this young Chris going to the mall arcade and seeing the hard-driving arcade cabinet for the first time. I always liked racing games, but this was a simulator. You hit the start button, then had to turn a key to start the car. That little touch blew my 11-year-old mind. The arcade cabinet also had a stick shift and a clutch. You could choose a manual transmission. And if you didn't use the clutch correctly, you would stall the car just like in real life. Once you did manage to get the car moving, you were greeted by a force feedback steering wheel that completed the simulation experience. All this realism did come at a price. The game was $1 per play. Wow. (laughs) Wow. In early 90s money? It was a $9,000 cabinet, so they got to recoup their money somehow. 
Yeah. What year did this come out? Hard in, in the arcades. In the arcade, hard driving. I don't know. I, I could guess, <laughs> or we could look it up. I have no idea. I'm gonna look at the inflation calculator. I want to know back then what a dollar was for now. All right. Well, I'm on it. Hard driving is a 1989 driving video game. Back well, back then each play would have cost you two ten. Okay. In today's dollars. All right. So we're looking at around. At least $18,000 for the cabinet itself. Yep. Uh, an inflation rate of 110%. Wow. Okay. From so 80, From 89 to now. So $18,900 is how much that cabinet <laughs> yeah. would cost in, in 2020 dollars. Yep. All right. So yeah, they had some costs to recoup. <laughs> <laughs> no, two bucks a plate. <laughs> well, you could crash for no reason. It's fine. And this is not, we're taking a break from Chris's uh, <laughs> essay. This is um, this is an arcade style racing game, which mm-hmm. means that you do put the money in and you get a set amount of time to play. And you can earn more time if you reach checkpoints on the course or if you cross the finish line on the course. And essentially the game just keeps going and going and going until you run out of time. Um, they port that wonderful feature over to the console. Yes. Nothing yes. like playing 30 seconds and then having your time run out and having to start over again. Where I've heard the Super Nintendo was probably the most brutal in all the ports for time constraints. Which is kind of like you do your 30 seconds, you've paid your debt to society, you no longer have to play <laughs> race driving, uh, which is the most generic name i mean you could, could possibly not. do it could not get worse it is so difficult to remember the name of this game because it is so generic like yep. when i was playing yep. this on twitch i literally at one point called it hard racing because i got hard <laughs> driving and, and car car vibing and i got like it's i can't keep these generic terms pairings like like straight. drive a car is it only drive, that can drive hyphen a hyphen car <laughs> You dumb kid. <laughs> Signed, Dr. Atari. <laughs> I like all my stores to be what they are. Restaurant, <laughs> nail painting, housewares. That's just what it is. It's Lowe's or Home Depot. Fuck that. Just tell me what it is. They should have just named this car simulator. <laughs> car, car simulator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris continues. Uh, because it was $1 per play, uh, I didn't get to play as much as I would have liked. I was thrilled when the hard drive and port came to the Genesis a few years later. Playing at home, of course, you lose all that immersion of the arcade cabinet, but what you gained was the freedom of unlimited play. Playing hard driving at home, my focus was on the instant replay feature. After every crash, you are greeted with a bird's eye view of your failure, complete with polygonal fireball and explosion sound. I like to put a pin in that. Mm -hmm. Several people mentioned when I was streaming this game, the SNES version of uh, hard driving. Race driving. It just oh makes me gosh. so mad, Dave. I can't, <laughs> it makes me so mad. I can't remember the names of this game. These games. Race driving. When you crash, several people said, oh, that crash sounds like somebody's shitting their pants. Sport. Yeah. And this was multiple people <laughs> over the course of two and a half hours. <laughs> I th- I thought it sounded like a muffled pie hitting someone, like, like a cream pie that's going... <laughs> 
<laughs> Muffled pies by new steam name. <laughs> That's pretty good. If you end up not using it, I'd like to. <laughs> Uh, Chris continues trying for the most spectacular head on collision, flying off the track in the middle of the loop or just hitting the cow by the barn to hear it. Moo entertained me for hours as the years went <laughs> entertained me for hour. Two of those three <laughs> things you couldn't do on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yep. I ran over the cow. Nothing. Uh, there are no cars coming at you as far as I can I can recall. You kind of see cars at the beginning of the quote-unquote race. Like, you're not racing other cars. Over by Sam's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, the cars that you see in the beginning of the of the race take off, and then the game can't render the polygons well enough that they just turn into wire frames and then evaporate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> into the distance. <laughs> The arcade cabinet, they actually had cars driving against you on the other side of the lane, so you could, you could hit them if you don't stay in your lane. That sounds much better than the, than the port. Like, I never, I've never played the arcade version. I've got no personal history with this game, but it sounds to me like these ports uh, were a mistake. They should not be. No. They should, yeah. they should uh-huh. not be. Uh, they, and, and it's like reminiscent because it's Atari uh, and it was um, (laughs) heralds of bad decision making yeah I mean it's like because this is Atari and it's like do you guys not remember crashing the video game market by flooding home consoles (laughs) with poorly crafted video games we're crashing we'll wear another sun (laughs) race driving it's like you're the reason that like Japan like got a foothold in the video game market for North America, which thank God that they did. Yeah. I mean, a huge yeah. fan. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe try a little harder 10 years down the road. <laughs> Learn from your mistakes. <laughs> no, I've just got, there's all this goodwill. How are we going to spend it? We got to just ruin some <laughs> of it. <laughs> Atari is like post-World War II Germany who's like, can we get Hitler back in? <laughs> <laughs> I I was watching a video on on this on hard driving and race driving that said the hard driving port for the Commodore sixty four was developed in three weeks by one person. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. If you think the Super Nintendo version is bad, this is it's the tip of the iceberg. There are there are much much worse versions out there. Out there, incidentally, the Game Boy version much better than the Super Nintendo version. And at least in terms of like frame rate and sound, it's it's actually a better game, even if it is you know monochrome. Because I watch, because of course I only played the Super Nintendo version, but I wanted to see about all the others. So there's one guy who had a uh, it's like uh, race driving Battle of the Ports, where he compared like eight different ports, and the Super Nintendo was like bottom of the barrel, like one of the worst, the worst when it comes to time constraints, because you're having to go like. 120 miles an hour trying to get these times and it's like super tight it's yeah. al- almost no, yeah. unplayable it's very tight but that the worst the bottom was the amiga what was up with the amiga just the controls and the frame rate everything would just it was essentially unplayable <laughs> uh, i played the genesis version and uh it's way smoother than the SNES version like way smoother you get it like you get like 6 frames per second uh Hell yeah, yeah. I know. pushing the limit that's blast processing baby that's blast <laughs> processing uh the problem was the the problem wow you brought us Chick-fil-A 
<laughs> this is wild. Thank you. Thank you. Well, not, not you, Phil. Melissa. Thank you, uh, Melissa. <laughs> I am sad. I didn't get a water. Would you like a water? She just, I've got... she just assumed I was drinking. <laughs> she assumed correctly. <laughs> Thank you, my love. That's super nice of you. Thank you. Um, the Genesis version. So the Genesis version like renders all the, the polygons way smoother, but like what they decide to do, I guess, to make it run smoother is just like remove things like the ground. Uh-huh. And it's like, <laughs> and it is just like, it is harder than the Super Nintendo version because it is like, what is going <laughs> on? <laughs> Things are like blinking in and out of existence. Uh, you can't tell if the- You just need to think outside the box, man. I know. You're just thinking you got to drive on a road. No, and- I, I know. It's it's true. I really do need to stretch my creative Things muscle. Things are subject to gravity. <laughs> But it's, in this simulation driving game, <laughs> the controls, as bad as they were on the Super Nintendo version, the controls in the Genesis version were like way more sluggish. It is possible. And mm-hmm. also, in order to shift gears, you had to like press up and C at the same time. Is there more Chris Edler letter? Did we yes. just talk all over it? Sorry about that. A, Sorry, Chris, Chris. No. a Chris Ledler, if you will. No, actually, I really like this because like Chris's uh, Chris's letter is lending great structure to this sh- this discussion. <laughs> it's almost like he's here chiming in. Yeah, I'll I'll credit myself on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Chris continues as the years went on. Two games filled the hard driving void for me. Gran Turismo, and Grand Theft Auto. Gran Turismo offered the thrill of driving mundane economy cars to the limit and brought back the game, uh, the replay feature I love so much in hard driving. This coupled with the thrill of upgrading a muffler or a set of tires offered hours of entertainment. Um, I'm not laughing at you, Chris. I'm just laughing at the idea of me we getting enjoyment very, out of that. <laughs> very different definitions of fun. But it's like if you... If, My brother fucking loves Gran Turismo, though, so he's on this wavelength. But I can kind of get it because if you look at it as like an RPG, you're essentially upgrading your chest piece and your right. your leggings. No, this, this, this has a rare drop of boots I really want. Mm-hmm. You get an extra 15 horsepower out of your Geo Metro and you can all of a sudden, you know, gain an extra $100 per race. It's great. No, I love the Gran Turismo games. Chris continues. For me, GTA 3 was the ultimate incarnation of hard driving, except now I could drive any vehicle from a motorcycle all the way up to a city bus, trying to incite as much mayhem as possible. I know hard driving and race driving isn't for everyone. And for people who don't like racing games, most people actually, (laughs) they have to be especially punishing to endure. But for aspiring young car nerds like me, these games were a way to experience that thrill of a driver's license that seemed eternally far away at 12 years old. Thank you for your service playing the boring, slow frame rate shit show known as race driving on the SNES. The world needs your selfless sacrifice now more than ever. <laughs> Keep up the good work and Tropical Capricorn. Is this Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Is this technically a race? Like a racing game? Because who are you racing? There's no there's no finish to this. Like the you greatest said, you opponent. Just, your yourself. sanity. <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go. But like there is no this this is a a simulation in in 
much of the strictest sense of the term, except for the fact that you're going over impossible stunts, which is, it's, it's kind of weird. I liked it at the time, but looking back on it, like, why are you trying to do a simulation with a clutch and stalling out and things like that while also having a loop-de-loop and corkscrews <laughs> yeah. and, like, all this other fantastical things. It's it's a bizarre juxtaposition, to say the least. Well, and it gets really frustrating, too, because it's like, I don't know if this is how it works in the arcade, because I never played the arcade version, but in the on the SNES, the loop-de-loop is essentially a hollowed-out hexagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's like, if you go off road and like you gotta you gotta hit that loop at a really high speed that makes sense okay i know you probably aren't and first of all you're never gonna be able to do this in real life i guess i don't know i've never tried it but if you if you don't hit the loop at full speed you have to like throw it in reverse back up try to be like am i far enough now to gain enough speed to go through the loop Mm -hmm. and it just feels like that scene in austin powers where he's riding that like the the <laughs> golf cart in the hallway and it's because it's like I would if you don't get up to speed you'll know it because like I would hit the loop and the loop would just like push me back like physically just be like no you you're not fast enough we're not even gonna let you try to go up we're gonna bump you back. It reminded me of uh, have either of you seen this documentary called like Action Park? No, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it because I've watched uh, bits and pieces of it and. One of the the water park rides at Action Park was a loop to loop, and that's a bad idea generally uh, because you didn't get enough speed going up through it. So what would happen is they'd get to the top of the loop and all the kids would just fall down. (laughs) And it said like there was like teeth jammed in the plastic and shit, like blood everywhere because they would all just crack ribs like falling down and then just like falling down the rest of the way. Like it was awful. Like I don't think anybody died on that ride, but (laughs) on that ride, multiple people died at Action Park, usually like a (laughs) like a death a year at least. (laughs) The jackass simulator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was. Uh, it's it's a very interesting documentary, and a guy wanted to make his own theme park with no rules, and he did it. But then they were like, "Oh, you have to have insurance." No one would insure him, so he's like, "Oh, okay." Made his own insurance company, so then he could then insure himself and open his park. <laughs> First rule of theme park: don't talk about theme park. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Second rule of theme park, physics don't exist here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Lifeguards and physics don't exist. <laughs> Both things we don't pay for here. <laughs> so I have to ask myself, though, do I feel this is the worst game on the Super Nintendo? Oh. Do, do you? Do I feel it's hard? It's hard. It's hard driving. It's hard it's driving. Hard driving. <laughs> it's hard thinking. I can appreciate that what the arcade game of this did, but this port for the Super Nintendo is fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. I, as of now, I think this is the second worst game on the Super Nintendo. Second? Street Hockey? Street Hockey yeah. 95. I, I agree. Still reigns Sh- yeah. worst game on I the Super Street Nintendo. I think Street Hockey 95 is worse than this game. I can at least sort of play this game. Mm-hmm. I cannot in any way play street hockey 95 and that that's the difference 
So yeah, second worst game on the SNES, in my opinion. All right, let me throw this in. Because I I think it's one of the worst games on the Super Nintendo, for sure. Is it worse than Road Riot, four-wheel drive? No. So really? then, then it's the third worst. No, it's no, it, no. I'm sorry. Yes, it is worse than Road Riot Four Wheel Drive. Yeah, I don't know. See, I don't know about that. Because I can at least like that game's not fun. It just sucks, but I can play it. This game, I feel like, is you can just barely sort of plod your way through it. Yeah, I get it. I don't know, man, but I think that I think Road Riot has the same failings that this game does, and that it's like trying to do polygonal tracks. And the frame rate suffers so bad from it mm-hmm. that it is that it is unplayable. I, I guess it just depends on whether or not you want to shift. Because <laughs> you can shift, you can shift and race drive it. <laughs> what say you, Phil? I feel like the complete lack of personality of any sort of some anything that makes this stand out really, really makes this. One of the worst games. I mean, I I haven't played four wheel drive, so I can't compare it. But like the fact that there is no racing component, it's just a time trial, and even then, it's just race until you run out of time. There's no music when you're racing. It's just the drone of the engine. It's the the cardboard box cars that you see on the track, and then when you get the the replay. You know, you get you get four different cars to choose from. Well, three different. You get a, a roadster, a speedster, and a somethingster. What's the other one? <laughs> Always a stir. Uh, you get a roadster, you get a speedster, and then and a Chucky Finster. <laughs> Chucky Finster, a big brave dog. Uh, you get a uh, sportster, roadster, sportster. and speedster. Yeah, and one of those is is um, manual and auto. The other two are only manual. But yes, the Sportster is either manual or automatic, and that is uh, according to Cthusius Jeff in Twitch chat. Uh, the Sportster was a Lamborghini. Yeah, and you get these you 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 get these sprites, these really nice pixel art of the cars when you're choosing them, of like this uh-huh. Lamborghini or this like this like convertible. But then when you actually see them on the track um, displayed in all their polygonal greatness, <laughs> it's they all look exactly the same. It's just you one's all, yellow, all driving one's board blue. Cubes. <laughs> yeah, you are you are driving the, the board cube. And I think that's that's just everything about this game is so, so um, unimpressive and bland. What what about when you get to enter your initials on the winner screen? Oh yeah. Join, join the ranks of the other hardest drivers. Phantom Photon. Lead and, foot. Footloose. Um, was it Can't Drive 55? Or what's there's like a there's a reference to I can't drive 55. No 55. Names. No 55. Yep. <laughs> Johnny Five Alive. No 55. Uh yeah. It's, it's just there's yeah, there's just no personality to this. There's no frills. I mean, it's it's the the gaming equivalent of the name itself. <laughs> yeah. It's just Yeah. Yeah, they nailed it. They nailed it. They named it properly. I don't think the game could render anything other than the track. So like it couldn't render personality. Like there was yeah. no room for music, personality. Black Man's girlfriend. Couldn't render personality. <laughs> it's um 
It's 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 so bad. It's, <laughs> it is the it is the 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 glove. It's so bad. I don't know if this will give anybody a frame of reference or context to how this game looks, but when I was a kid, when I was probably about seven or eight, uh, my dad had Microsoft Flight Simulator eighty eight or whatever. It was like <laughs> three <laughs> Flight Simulator three, and it's like. This game reminds me of that flight simulator so much because the way that that flight simulator worked was pretty much like you have a horizon and it's green below that horizon line. And then it's like blue or black above that, depending on like what (laughs) time of day it is. Uh Sweet. Yeah. See what time of day it is. (laughs) And it's like if you Brother Fire did that too. If if you crashed, your windshield would crack. And I remember that distinctly because that's what I would play that game for. And like when my dad wasn't like there taking it seriously, I was on it. If he tried to crash, he'd yell at you. No, it was just like uh he was trying to learn and I was just trying to crash an airplane. So it's like, yeah, that crash, whenever you would crash, instead of it being like this big spectacle, the windshield would just go. And like show cracks in it, mm-hmm. like Henry's iPad. And uh, <laughs> that is what happens when you crash in this game. Like there's this disconnect in uh, race driving from like for the first person crash where it's like your windshield breaks to the bird's eye view of the car exploding in a fiery mm-hmm. splort. Erupting in reddish mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's such a shitty part of the game that's like it's really hard to get used to is they have these stunt tracks with these really cool jumps that you're not allowed to take because if you take the jumps too fast you crash you have to take them at the right speed so that you will hit them and then come down on the other side at the right angle if you hit them too fast then you fly over like as you would in an actual car again this is a a simulation we're trying to be as realistic as possible here yeah so if you take it too fast, then you then you shoot over the landing area and you just land nose first and crash. That um, is weirdly enough, that is my favorite part of this game. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because uh, what I discovered last night when I was playing it was like usually when I'm playing a racing game, I don't want to think about gears. I don't want to think about shifting gears. It's like dogma. Gear? Like, I just want to, I want auto. I want to press a button and the car go. But like, in this game, I thought Uh it was really cool to be like, oh, so when I go over a jump, I have to take, I have to take speed into account Mm -hmm. so that I don't crash. I feel like that offered me a thing that I wasn't used to. That was in, that was new to me, weirdly enough. That was new. And because it was new, it was kind of fun to figure out, okay, if I go over this ramp in second gear, I'm not going to be f- going fast enough to, to crash. I'm going to land it the way I need to land However, it. if you go over it in metal gear, totally different experience. Totally way, yeah, crazy different. So I like that. I thought that was neat. That's okay. probably old hat to a lot of people, though. Uh, I think that uh, I think that there is fun to be had in this game, but I do think it's the fun, the same kind of fun, like the same like jolt of Schadenfreude you get when you're watching a movie that is unintentionally bad. 
uh, it gave me that kind of feeling. So like, what in the Twitch feed, everybody kept saying, this is the Super Nintendo's Manos, the Hands of Fate. Yeah, Doc, Doc mentioned, <laughs> yeah, this is Manos, Hands of the Fate for the Super Nintendo. And it like, it's true. I mean, it, it's like, this was, this one definitely felt so bad that it came around to funny. Not around to good. It came around to uh, funny. Where I feel like like Road Riot was just so frustrating because it's like, this is, I can see a semblance of a game here. It's just not coming together. <laughs> Race driving is just like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. There are three courses that you select. You're not racing against anybody. Uh, <laughs> it's, you can't tell what is happening. You're, you're racing at three frames per second. I mean, it is just in the frame rate. The best thing about the frame rate is that it is variable. It's like they made the decision where it's like, well, there's not a whole bunch of things on this on the screen. Should we make the frame rate consistent to when there are a bunch of things on the screen? No, let's not do that. So it's going to seem like you're going really, really, really fast until there's a barn. And then it's going to feel like you're going really slow. You are going the same speed. But, I mean, it, it, it's like a lesson in life. Like, slow down and appreciate the barn. Right, yeah. Live like, in the moment. Why are you going so fast, yeah. man? Slow down. Why don't you Let pull over barn. see if you can tear that barn down for that reclaimed wood? <laughs> why, don't you have, why don't you have a burger over here at Sam's, over here at the diner? <laughs> Grill up that cow you just hit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you guys have any achievements for this game? No, but I did come up with one on the fly. <clears throat> Which I think has probably been an achievement before, but I will uh, I will bring it back. Um, I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it, which mm, which you have to please do. You, you get that when you uh, when you crash on the loop the loop and have to put it in reverse back up, and then it gets full acceleration <laughs> to complete it. Damn it! I had that achievement, but I called it my neck, my back, my <laughs> pussy, and my crack. Because the windshield cracks. Nice. <laughs> nice. Were there any good Twitch achievement or, uh, yeah, Twitch achievements? Yeah, I've got, uh, there were a lot of achievements, believe it or not. Uh, and a lot of them did involve turning the game off. Uh, but these, these are my favorites, uh, that came through from Twitch chat. Uh, the first one is shifting up. And in order to unlock shifting up, uh, you quit playing race driving and play an older game with higher frames per second, like Outrun, or Pulp Position, or Super Sprint, or Rad Racer, or, or, or RC Pro Air, or Night Driver, or Iron Man Ivan Stewart's Super Off-Road, or, and then uh, P. Willie Eaton, I assume, ran out of space. Because <laughs> Ivan Man, Iron Man Ivan Stewart's Super Off-Road was a huge, huge game, and that's a game that the I think the console yeah. port did reasonably well. It's not great, but I sure. I have that game. I'm looking forward to when you guys pull it up. Um, it's it's a fun one. Uh, I I played that in the arcade. I don't know that I've played it on the the Super Nintendo. I didn't know that it was on the Super Nintendo. That's that's actually I mean, good you, news. You can't I'm really to that. replace like the three player. Everyone's got a steering wheel and are are driving against each other. The yeah. tiny tiny steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Next achievement I've got uh, is short circuit. In order to unlock short circuit, you go off road to avoid the obstacles that are supposed to be the fun part, uh, (laughs) which I totally did multiple times. Uh, Also, like if you go off road, you have 10 seconds to get back on the road or uh, you are, as Zal put it, Lakitu'd back onto the track. (laughs) 
but there's no indication that it's happening. It's like the screen just goes black for like three seconds for like an uncomfortably long period of time. And then you reappear on the road. Uh, but you can totally like take shortcuts. Like if you like, I don't want to take that, that curve up there. I'm just going to drive across as long as I can make it to that other piece of road in 10 seconds. seconds. I'm good. It's a lot like Alan Wake in that way, where you're like racing for like lamplight to lamplight. Gotta, gotta get that light. <laughs> right. All right. Dodge. Dodge. Cinematic slowdown. Dodge. Dodge All right, light. Dodge Charger. <laughs> Dodge Dart. Dodge Ram. The Dodge Ram race, mobile racing game. Perfect. Uh, and uh, that one came in from Bubba Drewski, Short Circuit. Uh, the next achievement I have is do not resuscitate. In order to unlock do not resuscitate, uh, notice on the dashboard on the right side of the screen in the, the demo says auto DNR. And then play a race <laughs> and realize that doesn't mean drive neutral and reverse. <laughs> and that came in from GameBud Prime Nate. Uh, and then the last one I have is force of habit. In order to unlock force of habit, uh, while playing race driving, put a piece of tape over the check engine light. <laughs> and that one came in for Bovine Bear Matt. I like that one a lot. Tyler, do you have any? I've got one. Uh, inside Out Polygon Boy. And you unlock Inside Out Polygon Boy by going through the loop-to-loop, going all the way over. I don't know, because it's fucking weird like, and hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have named the game. Weird and hard. Weird, apostrophe, in, apostrophe, <laughs> weird hard. driving. <laughs> yeah. There was a a prototype sequel to this called Street Driving that never got released. Part of the hard driving, really? race driving, street driving trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Was there okay? So I thought that there was okay. This is uh, gonna sound crazy. Uh, I thought that it was hard driving mm-hmm. was the first game, race driving was the second game, and then hard driving two. Hard was driving the third game. airborne is what I read or what I saw, which lets you turn your car into a plane at certain parts of the racetrack <laughs> and fly around. They really let go of that simulation yeah. at that point, right? <laughs> I feel like there needs to be an achievement that is just as bland as the name itself. Just called video game achievement. Yeah. <laughs> Race driving achievement. Game reward. <laughs> Tyler, would you, uh, Dave, you may have already seen this link, but would you believe that this game started out as a driver's ed simulation? Oh, 100%. That uh-huh. makes total sense. That makes 100% sense. This is all from a 15-minute YouTube video that I saw, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, apparent uh, according to this video, this game started out as a as a driver's ed sim that couldn't be sold to anyone because no one's going to pay ten thousand dollars <laughs> for a driver's ed sim, so they tried to rework it into a, a gaming cabinet. <laughs> and I guess that kind of makes sense with like the whole like me getting the flight sim yeah. vibes from it too yeah. because i mean well, yeah and the and ignition honestly, and the like, clutch and stalling out and all that stuff like that yeah. makes sense and it did teach me about shifting gears even though i've driven a manual car for years <laughs> <laughs> I, I was doing it all wrong <laughs> now i just know how to do it all in loop the loops 
<laughs> so next time I get another Celica, man, I'm gonna take time it. To do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take it out to Action Park or whatever. <laughs> get me some teeth finally. Do you remember the water park that was in Draffenville? Have you ever heard about that? In Draffenville? No. Yeah, there was a, a water, there was actual, in that little last town of Draffenville up the road, there was a water park called Wonder Waters. They How big a, was it? I mean, it had six or seven rides. The big thing was on the hill beside it, it had the whole side of this enormous hill were these Oh, where they buried all the radioactive slides. waste? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like these slides built into the ground. So they were flush with the ground, but then as like the slide built in, you would have like these burlap sacks that you would ride down. If you didn't do a burlap sack, you'd get really hot. And there were all these like weird little where the oh, yeah. the sections were they conjoined. Connect. Yeah. Yeah. Um you lose some skin on those. Yeah, they had that at Action Park only they were much longer and much steeper and people would just come off them and have horrible accidents. I remember being like maybe 10 years old and going to a, a water park with my aunt and my cousins. Uh, and I remember going down a water slide and like my arm coming loose because you're supposed to like cross your arms. Yep. My arm coming loose and like getting caught on the, on the, on the side Ooh. of the slide. Ooh. And just like a good last quarter of the way down, just burning my... All of my skin on my arm. We don't need that that first two layers of skin, David. We'll we'll keep that as as yeah. fun time tax. Yeah, it was bloody. Like I mean, it was like yeah, I've still got a scar from it for like oh, the skin just uh, just burned right off. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I stayed there though. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like the second ride. It's like nope, not. I'm just gonna bleed. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. The rest of the day, just the chlorine will the clean water, it out, right? Look, man, if they're okay with 18 band aids floating around, <laughs> a little, hey, I'll just grab one of these. Yeah, they're free. Slap it on. <laughs> Phil, what skin have you lost? My foreskin. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, yeah. On a water slide <laughs> got, got stuck on the side. We'll save that for uh, for Tubin when you guys do that stu- episode. <laughs> Tyler, yes, Dave. I have some questions for you, and you too, Phil. Okay, I'm curious if you were to buy race driving loose. For the Super Nintendo, uh, how much do you think that you would pay for it? I feel like this is unfair because Phil literally <laughs> just bought this game, as did I. <laughs> so it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hint. <laughs> Let me look up how much I paid for it. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, let's turn this into it. Did Phil get a good deal or a bad deal? One dollar. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> good answer. Good, good answer. answer. One dollar. Show me one dollar. <laughs> oh, I'm Man. on. I'm on Amazon. I think I, I bought it off of eBay. I'm not going to take the time to look it up. I think I paid like six and a half dollars for this. You fool. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. I feel like I, I'm owed money. You're, you're Gilbert Godfrey. You fool! <laughs> <laughs> Actual retail value of race driving loose for the Super Nintendo on average, according to pricecharting.com at the time of this recording, is... Five dollars, Phil. I also overpaid. If it makes you feel any better, yeah, I really wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted it. 
I did. I saw before I bought it. I uh, watched a YouTube like three <laughs> seconds of a YouTube playthrough, and I was like, "Yeah, I want this." I gotta play this on original hardware for everybody. <laughs> yep, totally, absolutely. This is one of the okay. So I'm glad you said that because this is totally one of those games where if this if you're playing this on an emulator, you're like, "Oh, this emulator's messed up." <laughs> Oh, shit. Let me find another one. Yeah, let me check my settings, download another ROM of this. I don't know. It's weird. It keeps doing this one to three frames per second thing. Uh, I just built this computer. (laughs) Speaking And speaking of emulation, uh, Big Dick Pie Baker Chris Vaughn mentioned that uh, he loaded this up in an emulator and then did like the speed up in the emulator to like Mm. smooth the frames. He said it was actually pretty playable and and not horrible. Which I could believe. If you fast forward to right? 25, 30 years from when it came out, yeah, then it's perfect. And put it through modern technology, like it's okay. <laughs> but see, it's also one of those things where it's like, so earlier I was like, this game desperately needs a Super FX chip. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those where it's like, it would never, like, Atari would never pay for a Super FX chip because no. they got to pay Nintendo for that. Yep, and that was the whole Tengen stuff, where it's just like, <laughs> no, nah, we're gonna make our own cartridges because yours are too expensive. You know how much all know. those backhoes cost to bury the ET cartridges? <laughs> no, nah, we ain't paying for shit. Not cheap. Actually, the mafia did that for us as a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the mafia. Was the Super FX chip available by the time this came out? Was uh, that like a launch day thing, or I, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think when Star Fox came out. I think Star Fox might have been '93, so that would have been after uh, this game. I don't know if it would have been possible, uh, but it des- doesn't change the fact that it desperately needs one. <laughs> so bad, so bad. Uh, let's see. Actually, I'm curious. Yeah, Star Fox did come out in '93. Which I believe was the first uh, Super Nintendo game to utilize it. So, and to be fair, let's put blame where it lies. THQ did the Super Nintendo version. THQ distributed it. Yeah, uh, ten. I believe Tengen. Uh, I believe that Tengen developed it, and I think THQ distributed it. Oh, okay. Thank you. So, I mean, they're, uh, that's not to say that they're blameless, you know? you can't. They just can't say we were just following orders. I mean, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> in, like, the title the title game, the, the car on there has a THQ license plate on it. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Well, a T, then a space, HQ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this license plate does not uh, depict the quality of this game. That is, in fact, low quality. <laughs> it's an LQ, not an HQ. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. This question is just for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to give race driving for the Super Nintendo a beard that sums up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would that be? I would give it the the stiff. Mm. Hard. Blood. Oh, rigid. Stiff, hard. <laughs> rigid driving. Blood soaked and dried fur of the possum that dropped down <laughs> and hit that windshield. On Sparkster. On Sparkster. I yeah. Excellent. That engorged possum. <laughs> yeah. Engorged the bloated, racing. engorged possum. <laughs> Turgid. Full of wasp babies. <laughs> 
man, I'm going to worry about that. I'm going to have anxiety driving home. It's like, man, I hope I don't hit a possum and it explodes in the hornets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Murder hornets that like half an inch comes through your windshield of their stingers. <laughs> That's like Weapon X Hornets. I don't like that. <laughs> they like gave up on human. They're like, you know what? This hu- this modifying human thing is like really dangerous. <laughs> Why don't we start smaller with bugs? Yeah, perfect. Everybody loves bugs. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. What kind of glasses would it be? It is... Uh... The windshield wiper smeared blood windshield <laughs> trying to get home after hitting the possum from the Sparks episode. Fun fact that I just discovered. We were talking about the Super FX chip. Argonaut Software developed the Game Boy version of this game. And mm. those are the Star Fox people. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's some kind of, there's something going on there. Maybe this was the game where like, they're like, yo, we got to fix this. What if, all right, well, clearly this would be better without the ground, right? Oh yeah. 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 And with like, how do we do that? Like animals are driving the cars, right? Give us a personality. It's got no personality. So animals driving without the ground. Do they need legs? Never. (laughs) No. Well, they'll pass out. They have legs. Cut them off. Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Does this game belong on Tadbog's top 100 SNES games? Nope. Nope. Does it belong on, as of December 2nd, 2020, on Tadbog's top 10 worst Super Nintendo games? Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Okay, so I know we've already done this, Mm -hmm. but because we're talking about worst games, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get it all out of the system. Is this game worse than Home Improvement? Yes. It is. I agree. I think it's technically worse. I'd rather (laughs) play race driving Mm. than home improvement. Uh, Is this game worse than Bebe's Kids? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Is this game worse than Cool World? Yes. I agree as well. Okay. You can ask me that. I'm going to say yes to every game but one. Street Hockey 95. (laughs) Nasty slaps. I think that's the worst (laughs) Super Nintendo game as of today. Yeah, I agree. Maybe I'd like it better if I liked hockey, but still, it's like that game is just a mess. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know what was going on ever. Ne- <laughs> never at any point. At least I knew I was something going down a space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you like to know uh, what the yeah. ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNS library 1991 through 1998 by Pat Contry, courtesy of Master Mold Mike, gave? Yeah, let's see. This game, Race Driving. They gave it one star. All right. One star. One star for every frame per second. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There we go. I feel like that's apt. Yeah, all right. We're we're in rare agreement, Flopsy. (laughs) Well, before we get any further, I'm interested to see, because I want to know. I'm going to grab this batter up peripheral real quick. Okay, yeah. I'm going to put oh, one end on the ground, my head on the other end, while in Crazy Kid style, so I can point, point my no-no hole in a random direction. Mm-hmm. And while I do this, say the prayer we all love to say. Please. Boop, 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 boop. 
Was that a, was that a tri prayer? I believe it was yeah. triple tech. Oh man, <laughs> triple tech prayer to the the dark lord. <laughs> Have fun. No whammies. No whammies. Stop. <laughs> Have fun matching that up in post, Dave. Uh, I'm not gonna try. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ninety-five. That's probably the C's. Correct. Oh, it is the C's. Club driving. Oh man, how mad would you be? (laughs) I'd be real mad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think you're going to be too much. I don't know what this game is, so I don't know. We can maybe guess. Okay. Uh, Carrier aces. Carrier aces sounds like a flying game. Yeah. Okay. Phil, are you familiar? Nope. But okay. Carrier aces. That's got to be a flying game. Has to be. Probably I, horrible. I hope so. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely horrible. Is it UN Squadron? No, it's Carrier <laughs> Aces. So it's probably not good. <laughs> it might be a poker game. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's Carrier Aces Wild. <laughs> uh, I do have some questions. Some more questions. Come on. That come in from one Ross Rachel Green from across the pond. Uh, Ross sent a quiz in entitled, Fuck You, THQ. Ross Ross begins. Holy fuck, I've seen some shitty looking games in the past, but watching some of the recorded footage from the stream is painful. Not only is it like playing through a letterbox slash mail slot for you heathens, uh, uh, f- the four frames per second is just ass. I feel like you're being generous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's been a slow news day here, so let me tell you a story about Little Ross. I mean younger me, not my penis. So this affects both. <laughs> when I was a child, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> my foreskin was fused to my glands slash bell end. Ooh. Doctor said it would get better on its own, which it eventually did, but that my mother had to keep an eye on it. Should have taken him to the water park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Being a child of about five or six, I didn't want to show my mother my penis, a.k.a. Little Ross. Yeah. <laughs> so the only way she could get me to show her was by bribing me with chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh man, you can find the show on iTunes and Stitcher. It's only weird if it's a stranger. It's fine. It's a, it's a family <laughs> it's member. Worse if it's a family member. <laughs> show, show me your wee penis, Ross. <laughs> oh, hey, boy, here's a chocolate. If you show me your knob, show me a snorkel. <laughs> Let me see your stuck skin on your knob. <laughs> Looks like your penis licked a cold pole. <laughs> oh, you poor, poor, poor Ross. You gonna have three nuts is what you gonna have, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What kind of chocolate was it? Sucker, you showed me your, show me your balls for free. <laughs> you didn't give him any chocolate? I'm gonna eat my, I just ate the chocolate while I licked your balls. <laughs> Oh, God. Ross continues. Cut to my classroom at school when my teacher asked me what I did that weekend. Uh, You can guess that what I told her. (laughs) That prompted a phone call to my mother and a trip to the school with medical records. 
Oh no. Oh my god. Okay, also Oh, your very own Gary uh, stuck his finger in my butthole story. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Ross continues. Also, people here are rarely circumcised unless it's medical or religious. Well, I'd say that qualifies for one of those. <laughs> Uh, it's weird you guys cut babies' cocks off for the fun of it. It's not the whole cock. It's not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. Siri, call my moil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just skin. <laughs> You're like the pork rind of penises. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the soft pork rind. <laughs> the cock crackling. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um... Ross concludes, so, SNES games published by THQ in alphabetical order. Okay. (laughs) Shall we begin? Mm -hmm. First question. This game features cartoon characters from Frostbite Falls collecting stolen artifacts. From Frostbite Falls. Frostbite Falls. Collecting stolen artifacts. These are Super Nintendo games by THQ or just games? These are Super Nintendo games, yes. Alphabetical order. Alphabetical order, yes. Although I don't know where we're, I don't know what letter we're starting on. Frostbite Falls. Alive? Alive? A Super Nintendo (laughs) cannibalism game? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. All right, locking it in. It is, in fact, Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends, comma, the. (laughs) We were close. That's close. Next question. This game sees you playing against professional sportsmen, such as Walter Ray Williams Jr. Sounds like it might be boxing. I've never heard of Walter Ray Williams Jr. Senior. I'm familiar with Senior, but uh, he uh, worked at Home Depot. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Famous Home Depot employee, Walter. The guy asked me to show me. He said he'd give me some chocolate if I showed him his penis. I was like, "What's your name, Mister Walter Wayne Jr.? Fuck off, kid. Take the chocolate." Uh, Well, boxing starts with a B. Boxing or baseball? Boxing, comma the. Boxing, comma, the <laughs> following the hard racing tradition. <laughs> the boxing. <laughs> the boxing. Locking it in. It is, in fact, a game that I own, <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't be able to tell you the title of without reading it off the cartridge. Brunswick World Tournament of Champions. Damn, I believe okay. I believe that this is a bowling game. Oh, okay. Man, that's three sorts of the B. Okay. And basketball. There's a lot of B sports. Next question. This game is based on a film in which the current president has a bit part and was awarded the worst movie to game of 1996. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Locking it in. Yes. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Next question. This game is based on a cartoon which was based on a film franchise which was based on a series of novels and stars the nephew of a famous spy. So James, James Bond, Bond Jr. Jr. Yes. Locking it in. Right. James Bond Jr. Correct. Next question. 
This basketball game was the fourth installment of the series and featured Tim Hardaway on the cover. Go, Phil. Fourth in the series? Would that be NBA hang time? Because there's Jam. NBA hang time. It's either uh, that or like NBA Live, right? The, oh, it would be NBA Live because there was Jam, Tournament Edition, hang time, and then Live, I want to say. I don't know. Yeah, I think... Live, I think live ended in years. Like it was like NBA, it was kind of like the Madden series. NBA Live. I'm trying to think if it started at '93. Because I have NBA '96, '97. I have NBA Hang Time, and I think it's just a generic basketball player. I don't think it's actually anybody. So NBA Live. NBA Live '97, '97, '96, '96, '96 feels right. It's '69 backwards. Nice. nice. <laughs> Ekine. <laughs> uh, locking it in. It is, in fact, NBA Live. Ooh, 98. Ooh. Damn. 98. Yeah, we were wrong. We got, I feel, I'm proud of us, though. Yeah. <laughs> so my, uh, my aunt passed away last week, and I was telling everybody at work because I took off to the funeral, and Casey asked me, oh, how old was she? And I said, 69, and she went, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did he offer no, you? Not chocolate? making that up. That's a real story. <laughs> I'm assuming that you weren't super close. We were, I'm but sorry. I can appreciate his joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. Next question. This was so wait. So playing a uh, race driving on top of this has been a great week for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you do this week? My dad from COVID. What about you? Uh, next question. This is a shit fighter with digitized sprites. Pit fighter. All right. Pit fighter. Yeah. Phil, are you good with that? He comes after Ed. Pit fighter. All right. Locking it in. It is in fact pit fighter. Next question. This game was at the top of the SNES shit list until Street Hockey 94 came along. Road Riot, four-wheel mm. drive. Yep. Logging <laughs> it in. Road Riot, four-wheel drive. Correct. Next question. This game stars a mode of transport, which took place in a fictional place based on the Isle of Man. A mode of transport. So, flying, driving, sailing. Is there a sailing Super Nintendo game? Hmm. Made by Pirates. THQ? Pirates? Yeah, it's going to be after R, though. So we're working We're working with T- S through Z. S. Sailing. Super Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Sid Meier's Pirates. Sid Meier's Pirates. Which I believe is the name of the game. That is. I, I yeah, think it right. is. Did it have an SNES release, though? I think it, it did. It had actually. an NES release, so. I know it had not? an NES release. I think it had an SNES release. All right. Sid Meier's Pirates, locking it in. It is Thomas and the Tank. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine in France. <laughs> wow. That's going to be a fun one to play coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Stars a mode of transport, <laughs> which took place in a fictional place based on the Isle of Man. oh my god (laughs) all right uh next question uh this mini game compilation stars two cartoon characters whose motto seems to be based on running away from problems that is timon and pumba yeah what's their game 
Samoa and Pumbaa's... The Lion King? But that'd be Lion King, be comma, the... Yeah. And also, The Lion King wasn't a minigame compilation. Oh. Hmm. This is, yeah, it's something different. But Timon yeah. and Pumbaa is like, that's on point. Timon and Timon Pumbaa, and... Pumbaa's bug, <laughs> bugnacious gallery. Timon and Pumbaa presents Mario Party. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to lock in Timon and Pumbaa. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. It is Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games. Hmm. Jungle Games. Never heard of that one. That was probably going <laughs> to nope. be great. <laughs> uh, I'm predicting one of the games is how many bugs you can eat within before the time runs out. Yep. Okay. How long can you survive with a lion before he decides that the <laughs> bugs are bullshit and he eats you? Climb logs on a waterfall because fuck you. <laughs> There's the Nala Sex Simulator. <laughs> right. The Abstinent Simulator. <laughs> Take a picture with your Game Boy camera and make sexy eyes to seduce Nala. There's the the Elton John like music sim in there. <laughs> Can you resist the love tonight? Because <laughs> well, I saw a video that Perfect Dark was supposed to have the ability to put your face on the model on the character models, and you were supposed to accomplish that by the N64 transfer transfer pack with the Game Boy camera clipped into it. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. And it never came to fruition? It never came to fruition. Were they worried that kids were just going to take photos of their buttholes? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they have these Cthulhu <laughs> cultists with butthole faces <laughs> running around. There was a, there was a ma- probably the last Madden game that I owned allowed you to get pictures of facial pictures and upload them to your creative character. And I created the Bill Cosby uh, this was this was pre rape allegation, Bill Cosby, <laughs> because his because his um his Cosby Show character he was nicknamed the Combustible Huxtable yeah. because of how fast he was. So we made him a running back and and nicknamed him the Combustible Huxtable, and it was really great until it came out that he raped a lot of people. <laughs> until he raped a bunch <laughs> of women. Yeah, yeah, that part that part sucks. That kind of killed the Madden franchise for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Citation needed. <laughs> uh, next question. This game is based on a film which is based on an SNL skit and had basically nothing to do with either. Has to be Wayne's World. Yep. Locking it in. It is Wayne's World. Or Massive Head Wound Harry's Racing, <laughs> racing Game. Toots is, Toots is the cat. Is oh, the man. oh, man, that's good. <laughs> Last question. Sensitive naked guys painting simulator. <laughs> There's a mini game where you drop your keys in lava and decide whether or not you're going to try to get them to drive <laughs> or not. <laughs> and then you have to try to open the door while holding two so, sacks. Someone, yeah, someone's coming to ask you to do something. You have to pick up sacks real quick. <laughs> Uh, last question. <laughs> You're on fire. Do you look in a mirror or not? Yes, no. <laughs> I'd play this game. It sounds pretty great, actually. Uh, last question. Like all weeb anime fantasies, you die and are given the chance to reincarnate in a video game. You can choose to be the hero who suffers, triumphs, and ultimately becomes obscure, or the villain who lives in luxury, 
on others suffering and eventually gets killed, who do you become? I mean, if you're eventually going to die, then you're shortchanging everything. It's just... I don't know. You want to have a good time before you die or not? Well, do you want to have a full life or do you want to have... Do you want to... Uh, 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 burst of glory, but it's a and it's a video game anime. Doesn't matter. Hmm. If it's a video game anime, then you're definitely gonna get rewarded in the end. Agreed. So yeah, gotta be the hero then. Probably best to wait it out. Yeah. Just have a little patience. It's fine. Phil, can I become the mayor from Sim City? Of course. Okay, that's how I choose. I thought that was a given. That's what I choose. <laughs> I choose Super Nintendo SimCity Mayor complete with green hair <laughs> Man I'm trying to remember his name And I'm ashamed that I can't Oh well Ross says I think I would still go hero Because there are uh, There must be loads of money in promotion and merch And you don't get killed by a plucky young peasant And his scantily clad partners <laughs> And that's it. That is the end of the quiz. Good, good quiz, Ross. Ross, excellent quiz. Good story, good quiz. Excellent quiz. Sorry about the chocolate. These were all THQ. <laughs> Sorry about your penis. Yeah. These were all THQ games? These were all uh, THQ games, yep. Was there any good one in that in that list? Uh, depends if you like NBA Live or not. Yeah. I mean, I know where I stand on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I've heard Wayne's World is awful. I never played it, but I've heard it's awful. Yeah. Surprised we have surprised we haven't played that. What could you possibly do in a Wayne's World video game? It's a weird platformer. God. Is it a weird platformer? Mm-hmm. Do you collect swings or That's your screen clear move. Okay. Oh my god. Does it only work on babes? I think it works on everything. All right, I like it. Progressive. Everything. Progressive. Yeah. All right. I just I just looked it up and it's it's this grotesquely like big head digitized version of Wayne and Garth on top of these tiny sprites. It is. Yeah, it's it like is. big hood mode in NBA Jam only. So only it was Mike Myers and Danny Carvey. So it was definitely originally designed as a Wayne's World game, is what you're telling me. <laughs> and they definitely didn't modify sprites to make it a Wayne's World they game. They definitely didn't have a, a a platformer where you were big head John Stockton <laughs> and Carl Malone from NBA Jam. Wow. Okay, well, it's good to know that there might be worse ones out there. I feel like every few weeks you delve the bottom and find something that that really reaches a new low. And right now it feels like this might be it, or this might be among the top two. But you know what? There's 400-plus games that you guys haven't played yet. So It, it, it could get worse. Well, yeah, we haven't played Pit Fighter yet. Mm-hmm. Nope. We haven't played Wizard of Oz yet. These are two that are notoriously bad SNES yep. games. Will they be worse? I own Wizard of Oz, and I've heard, be, because I heard how terrible it was, and I've only played it like once or twice. So you are also a man of culture. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I feel like it's 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 kind of like the Final Fight syndrome for the top one hundred. That it was picked because it's an IP that people know, but there's probably a lot, lot worse games out there than Wizard of Oz, like ones that no one knows, like Race Driving, like Race Driving. Well, it's all that's a, it's all we got. 
That's, that's it. it. We're out of content. Yeah. Thanks, our, thanks our, for coming on, Phil. Our content light on our dashboard is flashing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We have to end the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I feel bad I can't come back here for Carrier Aces. I have no history with Carrier Aces. That's but fine. You want to come back? If you want to, if you, well, so I'm kind of booked next week. Actually, I'm. I'm a, <laughs> uh huh. Okay. I'm a right. bit of a of a popular guest host here. Um, the Experience Grind folks are doing Action Movie December, and I am so pumped to be able to join them for Bloodsport, which is one of my oh, favorite man. favorite favorite action movies by far. So also one of Donald Trump's favorites. Really? <laughs> yeah. He fast forwards through all the other parts that aren't fighting. But yeah, I read that article on Reddit what? about how much he just loves the fight scenes in Bloodsport. No, wait, he fast forwarded to the fight scenes or or through to, them? To the to fight them. scenes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, honestly, that seems like probably the way to watch. I've never seen it, but that seems like the way to watch it. Oh, man. It. Bloodsport is Bloodsport's good. The entire movie is about a tournament, a fighting tournament. There's barely anything that's not fighting in it. Yeah. I guess I'd rather play Mortal Kombat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some pretty Mortal Kombat esque characters. In it. I, I mean, it's I, when did it come out in regards to like in context to Mortal Kombat? Late eighties, mid eighties. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured it. It predated Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. nineteen nineteen eighty eight. The ladies, the ladies, ladies night. <laughs> Feel all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Next week, we'll be talking about Carrier Aces. aces. Carry or Aces. How many Aces can we carry? Carry Find Bradshaw out. or somebody named Ace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with somebody named Ace. Carry Elvis. Carry. <laughs> Carry Grant. Ace Freely. Carry from the mistranslation of Final Fantasy One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also want to. Uh, Mention Pixel Star 07. Uh, put a link on her Etsy page. Um, Make some wonderful posters mm. that I, I ordered. I've ordered the Zelda one, the Final Fantasy, and the Castlevania. And she breaks down all of the individual character sprites and enemy sprites. It's a very, very cool poster. Um, she doesn't do a whole lot, but wonderful. I've got all three of them up in my office right now at work. Nice. So you decided to do all three. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I'm looking cool. her up. I'm looking her up right now. Those posters are 19.99. They fit in perfectly within the Secret Santa price range. Ooh, oh, there we go. And I can the, I can the Final Final Fantasy one especially. I think is wonderful. Yeah, they're it, all really good. Yeah, because the Final Fantasy one is a is a full size like movie size poster. The Zelda one's a lot smaller. Yeah, and whenever whenever I converse with her, she said she was working on a, a Metroid one. Yeah, I've seen the Metroid Metroid. one on Reddit, I think. So if I don't know if it was hers or not, but I've seen one that was very similar to the ones that you have. Yeah. But it was for uh, it was for Metroid or Super Metroid. I can't remember. I see Super Metroid on her on her webpage. So yeah, check it out. Uh, Let's see, Carrier Aces. um, We're on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to help us out? You go to iTunes, leave us a five star review. That would be nice. You You could throw a game in there. A bit, we're going to finish the Super Nintendo list at some point, so include a game on there, and we'll get to it eventually. eventually. Ten plus years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you like us? You want a shirt? 
about stuff from our show. There's shirts.tapog.com. Yes. You can rock a mask, mask.tapog.com. Yes. We're also on Instagram and uh, Twitter, tapog underscore podcast. Yeah. We're on Facebook, so just Tadpog, where there's episode announcements and memes, funny memes for you just need to laugh at and share mm-hmm. and your friends to see. Mm-hmm. And then there's... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the tone at the end of that. You know, just, you share them with your friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> And then, but if you like that uh, that dank humor, you know, you want to see the stuff you don't want your grandma to see, well, come yeah. over to Tadpog Nation. Yeah. But then, do you like your uh, chat organized into strict topics for um, good little people of all of all genders and beliefs? Then yeah. that's on our Discord. It is. What's the Discord link on that? Uh, Bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. Let's see. What else did we do? Do you want to send us something like an intro? So we have something to open. We do have two more things. I just didn't. I didn't bring them because I knew we had Phil, who wasn't here in the studio to enjoy the opening yeah. with us. So exactly. I'm I'm fine if you guys do that in future episodes. I enjoy listening to it. It's like I'm there. It's a live episode that I'm listening to. So like a little treat. <laughs> yeah, we can have a live episode as a treat. <laughs> as a treat. <laughs> Uh, that's Tadbug Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. You want to call us? We're, we got some voicemail stuff in the works, maybe yeah. sometime. I want to do that as a Patreon. I, yeah. I want to do an all-calls Patreon episode. Sounds good. That's 270-883-2555. I stream on Twitch on Sunday nights. Yeah. Come find out what Carrier Aces is all about on Sunday. That's Tadbog underscore podcast. And most importantly, we got this Patreon. We do. We have a bit, little Patreon. I like I like the Cajun boy set, uh, inflection on that. Patreon. 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 Onion. Patreon. Masturbation. <laughs> Asphyxiation. <laughs> Race drive on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to redo this episode. <laughs> A uh, crazy, crazy <laughs> big boost by Cousin David. Thank you very much, Cousin David. Thank you, Cousin David. Uh, also, a few weeks back, we missed uh, Cthusius Jeff. Cthusius Jeff, oh, uh, yeah, he upped his donation, but I think it was obscured uh, by the bounty uh, that he, because uh, when he reduced his amount from the bounty, uh, we didn't realize that it was at a higher amount than when it was before the bounty. Gotcha. So it was a significant increase. Sorry, so. Cthusius Jeff. I appreciate you very much. Yeah, dude. Thank you. We appreciate the support. Uh, if you would like to join uh, the few, the proud, mm-hmm. those who play fight monsters on a giant chessboard and make them explode, you can join the Marines. But if you want to give us money, you can do that at patreon.com slash Tadpog. Uh, this episode was uh, executive produced by the following people uh, who donate uh, to us at $20 or more a month. Uh, you Super Grim, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Cousin David Galino, Platinum Member Brett Miller, Coronavirus Savior Cubicle Monkey, Zeus Laser, Steve Dixon, Cody Phillips, Bantha Master, Plinko Nick Price, Time Lord Josh Edwards, Executive Producer Dig Dougie, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Magical Sleeper, a.k.a. Big Dick Pie Baker, Chris Vaughn, Laud Mulaney Dennis, Pinball Archmage Chris Edler, congratulations on your marriage, sorry you couldn't be on this episode, <laughs> Sandwich Pope <laughs> Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith Joey Webster, Paul Anderson, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Demented Lemming, and Captain Detective Count Victor Von Cunnilingus Hart. Nice. Thank you, guys. You are awesome. 
So since you uh, mentioned uh, God Emperor Alex Pena, it yes. r- reminded me. So last night before I go to bed, I'm on my phone streaming through Facebook, and I see where uh, Alex's brother Andrew, he posts something about uh, the Bears having a very bad season. I've heard it's been rough. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's been a rough one, yeah. So he's on a on a thread in his Facebook feed where he's talking about that to somebody. Uh, somebody. And somebody says, uh, well, who's fucking forcing you to be a Bears fan? And then he posts like, hey, man, calm down. You know, I love the Bears. They're just having a bad season, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, so then I had to reply like, you better not tell anybody that I force you to be a Bears fan. <laughs> So before I like, I'm about to nod off to sleep, and I hear my phone, and I look, and then the guy who got mad then said, "Tyler Holland, what? What?" I was like, "Oh, fuck that guy!" <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you just ended it. I just so I just I turn my phone, you know, I just black screen it and turn over and go to sleep. I get up early. Uh-oh. I get up early this morning to go to work. Epilogue. As I'm getting dressed, I get in here at like. 6.30 this morning, I grab it. It's the guy again who's in Tyler Holland. What? What? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, block. <laughs> Poked a crazy bear, apparently. Okay. This is about to get or worse. An anti-bear, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Andrew seemed to enjoy it, so that's, that's all that matters. Good. That is truly all that matters. I agree. And I, for one, hope that the bears... Have a better season. Yes. They're five and seven right now. They've lost six straight games. Well, our theme song is moved by six <laughs> drive. Like, that tracks me on shorts that bug.com. Hey, boys, when close this out. As your favorite Chicago Bear. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time. You were literally a bear, right? I was I was William the refrigerator pair. I was also what I imagined. I was like a bear, but like (laughs) had a cold tin to his breath. (laughs) But a a bear made out of a refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was trying to be Mike Ditka. It came through. It came through. I got it. Somebody wanted me to do a dramatic reading. I was trying to find it. How about a dramatic reading of Work It by Missy Elliott? I, I looked up those <laughs> lyrics and boy, they are something. It <laughs> it contains the lyrics. Um, let me find them. Let me find them. Just do the reverse parts. Go downtown and eat it like a vulture. <laughs> If I say, keep going, you're doing the dramatic reading. <laughs> I'd like to get to know you so I could show you with the pussy on you, like I told you. <laughs> Give me all your numbers so I can phone you. Your girl lacking stank. Then call me over. Now, not on the bed. Lay me on your sofa. Call before you come. I need to shave my coach and I. <laughs> you do, or you don't, or you will, or you won't. Go downtown and eat it like a vulture. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> see my hips and my tips, don't you? See my ass and my lips, don't you? <laughs> Lost a few pounds in my waist for you. This the kind of beat that goes ratata. Ra ta 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 ta. Bye, Phil's work friends. <laughs> <laughs>